Welcome to California Now, a podcast produced by Visit California. I'm Satirius Johnson. Whether you're a football fanatic or you simply tune in for the halftime show, you've probably heard about a certain NFL title game that's being played in Los Angeles County on February 13th. Tickets for the big game won't be easy to come by, but NFL events director Nikki Ewell says fans can hit up the Los Angeles Convention Center to enjoy a fabulous Super Bowl experience. It's our fan fest, so from the games to the Hall of Fame attractions, to the merchandise you can buy, to the tailgate food that you can eat. It's something for everybody. Um, And also NFL players will be making appearances as well for autographs, photos, et cetera. And even if you and friends are watching the Super Bowl from a thousand miles away, Meg Vanderkrike has recipes and tips to bring a little California sunshine to your game day spread. And when you throw in the marshmallow ripple, it toasts up in the oven and gets all puffy and like the top of the brownies kind of crackly and you see all the swirls, but it's like the fudgiest, most decadent s'more. After that, Jason Gannon shows us around the venue for the big game, magnificent and massive SoFi Stadium in Inglewood. That's all coming up on California Now. In addition to the NFL championship game in Inglewood on February 13th, my next guest says there'll be a lot of amazing football attractions to check out at the Los Angeles Convention Center, both for diehard fanatics and more casual fans of all ages. Nikki Ewell is the NFL's director of events, and she's here to tell us what to look forward to at the 2022 Super Bowl experience. Welcome to California Now, Nikki. Thank you. Happy to be here. So to start out, you're no stranger to these big championship events. How many have you worked over the years? We discussed this. We were not going to talk about my age, but I have um, been (laughs) to, this will be my 15th Super Bowl. But I started when I was wearing Huggies. So, you know. (laughs) Of course. Yeah, exactly. Now, now I've never been uh, to one of these fan fests. So I'd love to hear what we should expect at the LA Convention Center this year. Yeah. So this is actually something that we started in 1992 when we were in Minneapolis. Um, so we, we're excited to bring it back into Los Angeles this year and let everyone know what is the Super Bowl experience presented by Lowe's. So that is our event that we're hosting at the Los Angeles Convention Center, opening on February 5th. Tickets on sale now. And it is our it's our fan fest. So things that you'll see um, if you went to any other fan event, uh, of course, our Vince Lombardi trophy, which is the real Super Bowl trophy that the AFC or NFC champion will receive on February 13th our full collection of 55 Super Bowl rings, beautiful, gaudy, amazing thing to see up close, tons of interactive games, amazing NFL merchandise, um, and also NFL players will be making appearances as well for autographs, photos, et cetera, at the convention center. Wow. it's It almost sounds like it's a theme park for, for football fans. Yeah, it certainly is. And from the games to the Hall of Fame attractions, to the merchandise you can buy, to the tailgate food that you can eat. It's something for everybody, whether you're uh, an older fan and you want to see the bust of, you know, legendary coach John Madden, that that'll be there for um, an exhibit that we're hosting with the Hall of Fame in Canton. Or if you want to see NFL players, of course, they're going to be there as well, walking through, giving autographs and things. And then, of course, um, our trophy, which is one of the most important and and number one attractions that we host at the Super Bowl experience every year. The lines are long, but people love to take their photo with with the trophy that's given out on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And, And what kind of folks tend to show up? All types. So it certainly is something for everybody, as I said. 
kids, of course, we have youth clinics where they can learn football skills and drills on our play football field. We have an almost regulation size NFL field that's going to be installed in the West Hall of the convention center with NFL field turf. So we're excited to have that so they can learn skills and drills, interactive games. There's a play 60 zone for our little uh, NFL fans, but there's also something you can drink cold Bud Light. You can get autographs. You can watch footage on the screens. NBC is going to have an anchor set there as well. So there's something for everybody if you want to uh, bring your family, but if you want to walk around with your friends, social moments, of course, we know everybody wants that Instagram worthy moment. And there's tons and tons of them at the Super Bowl experience. Mm. And, and how much does it cost for people to to experience it? Sure. So no ticket required for 12 and under. So those are completely free. And then fans 13 and above, it's $20 for the February 5th and February 6th, which is the first weekend that we open. And then the price goes up to $40 for the Thursday, Friday, Saturday uh, of game week. So the 10th, 11th, and 12th. Right, right. And so is is this event designed for people who live in Southern California in particular, or, or is it also for people, you know, visitors from out of town? It's both. And that's the reason why we have that $20 price point early in the weekend. We know we want to host as many Angelinos as possible, those that live in California um, and in the, you know, of course, the drivable markets around Vegas and Arizona. Um, we want them to come too. So we, we certainly host it for five days for a reason. We don't want everyone to show up on Saturday, the day before the game, the lines will be longer to get in, the lines will be longer to kick a field goal, to get a picture. Um, all of those things take time later in the week because there's so many more visitors in town, which we love. Um, we spare no expense when it comes to our fans and we wanna make sure that they know to come down um, as early as the fifth and the sixth, especially with that lower price point. Right. That's almost like a, an advantage that yeah, you're local exactly. to be able to, you know, take advantage of the shorter lines and everything else and, get, you know, kind of get a better experience. Um, how was last year's Super Bowl experience in Tampa different because of the pandemic? You know, we had a lot of the same protocol that we're going to have to roll out again this year in Los Angeles. So the event was outside last year. Um, same same protocol as it relates to, you know, of course, we'll have the mask mandate in place. We are a mega event in Los Angeles County and we're mandated by their, their rules and governed by their rules. Um, so that means any fan over the age of two has to wear a mask while indoors unless actively eating and drinking. And any fan over the age of two has to show proof of negative test within 24 hours if it's a rapid test or within uh, 48 hours if it's a PCR test. Or of course, um, if you're vaccinated, we we will uh, welcome you to come down to to the convention center. But a lot of the information um, is something that fans coming to events throughout the year. Of course, at SoFi Stadium, we have the same rules in, in effect, including the mask mandate. So um, all the information on the know before you go is available in the NFL One Pass app, which is our companion app to our event. The app is actually uh, mandatory to enter. Of course, if you don't have a smartphone or, or um, you need a little help on the on the technical side, we can get mm -hmm. make sure that you're situated when you when you get to the site. But one pass is going to be mandatory to enter. That's great. So people can feel safe coming, even though there'll be there'll be a large crowd. But you're you're doing everything you can to kind of keep people safe and, and make them feel that they're safe as well. Absolutely. And, and certainly that was the case last year, too. We did not. There was not a spike in cases associated to Super Bowl last year in Tampa. Um, we are very confident that will not happen in Los Angeles County as well. So we have a lot of very rigid health and safety guidelines that we are going to be rolling out and we are going to be very stringent in the application of.
Okay, so let's talk about some of the big draws. What are a few of the fan favorites, uh, you know, when they come to the Super Bowl experience? So certainly our players. They want to see our players with their helmets off. That's our number one draw. We know that's where our bread is buttered when it comes to our league. Um, they're mm-hmm. the ones that make this thing work as long uh, as well as with our fans, of course. So those are the two most important things of our league are our players and our fans. So our players will come down. We, we certainly have protocol in place for them as well so that they come down safely to the convention center. We will have a schedule of players making appearances within the Super Bowl experience. All that information will live on in the NFL One Pass app. Or if you visit SuperBowl.com, there's a Super Bowl experience section within that website that is going to have the most up-to-date information. But that's what our fans are clamoring for, to know when they're coming, um, when they're going to be signing, when they can take a picture of them, et cetera. So number one, that our players and our legends community, retired players, uh, of course, are also welcome down to the convention center. But then it's our Vince Lombardi trophy. That's the number one thing that the people want to take a photo of. This is not a replica. We do not have replica trophies. This is the <laughs> the actual trophy that the AFC or NFC champion will receive on Super Bowl Sunday at SoFi Stadium. Tiffany and company makes this beautiful uh, sterling silver trophy. So we're excited to have that. That'll be down um, in the South Hall of the Convention Center. And that's great. So people can take photographs in front of the, the trophy. And uh, so what are some of the other, um, you know, favorites, fan favorites? So I think definitely our interactive games, people want to learn the skills and drills to be an NFL player. So we have our digital 40-yard dash that you can run digitally against uh, Derek Henry of the Tennessee Titans and <laughs> Saquon Barkley of the New York Giants, and you can run digitally against them on a 40-yard okay, dash. So you have to describe what that means. So you're actually running against a digital representation of the players? Yeah, it's actually them, but it's uh, we did a player shoot with them um, where we have the footage so that you can run in live time against them um, down the, the field turf and run the 40-yard dash. So, so I imagine you're probably seeing a, a lot of their backside, I'm imagining, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, that's about right. But a lot of uh, turned ankles, a lot of gym class heroes when it comes to that game. But number one attraction when it comes to the game side, and you can kick a field goal and throw passes. And then, of course, for the little ones we have from ages 6 to 14, boys and girls can learn football skills and drills on our clinic field, which will have USA football coaches teaching these skills and drills to these uh, to these little ones, future NFL stars. Um, so that's always, always a fan favorite when it comes to um, youth events. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I guess when it comes to like the, the stars who show up, I guess, if, you know, for signings and things like that, it probably depends a little bit on who makes it to the big game, right? Yeah, the participating teams that are in the game certainly do not come down. I think that's a, a misnomer people assume. But LA is a beautiful city. We have a lot of NFL players that live there in the off season or are from California. So we have all 32 probably represented when it comes to players making appearances inside the convention center, whether that's active players that are on a current roster or NFL legends that are retired, including Hall of Famers. Now, as football fans, you know, people have to put their fandom on display. Um, What do you have for me if I need to show my team spirit? So we have, for little ones, we have a a attraction called Gear Up and Go where you're going to put on the actual NFL gear um, and take photos. I think the number one thing, if you're, you know, a millennial and you want to cop some cool gear, some drip, you can go to the NFL shop. So we have tons and tons of licensed products inside the shop, Nike and New Era 
um, 47 brand, a lot of great, unique pieces that you can only get on site in Los Angeles, which is what we're excited to show. So certainly there's NFL shop presence online, but to really get the best gear, you're going to want to come down to the convention center where we have our NFL shop and you do not need a ticket to go to the NFL shop. So you just need to go through our security screening process, but you can come down to the Los Angeles Convention Center starting on February 5th, and it'll be open every single day and through February 12th, the day before the game. Right, and you mentioned that uh, people have really need to have an app, uh, the the official app of the Super Bowl experience to you know, gain entry unless they don't have a cell phone, and then I'm sure that uh, you know there's a way around that. But that app is probably really the best way to get ready for this thing, right? I mean, that, yeah. to really experience it fully. Yeah, the NFL One Pass app is your passport to our event. So certainly, it, and you know, obviously, we're all living in and dealing and enduring through COVID, and there's liability waivers that are included in that One Pass user flow. So you download the app; it's in the Google Play Store, it's in the in the App Store as well. And you can register. You can register up to five minors as well. So any parents can register their their children and you'll get a QR code and you use that QR code to check in at various events throughout the the venue, including the interactive games, the the Vince Lombardi trophy photo op. There's prizes associated with it. We're going to give one lucky winner two tickets to Super Bowl 56. Hmm. Um, if they come down and they check in at, at m- multiple locations, we have badges that you can earn. It's sort of like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, I think it's really cool that um, you're giving away tickets to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's almost incentive enough for people to come and ex- have the experience and just to be able to have that opportunity to maybe actually go to the game. That's really great. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also I would say we want to make sure that this event is accessible as possible. So we have half off if you take Metro. We have half off if you're a military member or a veteran. If you get a, a dose of the vaccine, we're actually giving away free tickets. So we're working with the, the L.A. County um, Department of Health now to set up a vaccine clinic. So if you come down to the Super Bowl experience and get your first dose, second dose, booster shot, um, you're going to get a free ticket to, to either come in that day or come in later in the week. So we really want to make sure that people um, know about that offering and are encouraged to come down. Um, so lots of different offerings so that it's an accessible event as possible to our fans in L.A. Well, Nikki, this has really been great. Thanks so much for joining us on California Now. Thank you. Nikki Ewell is the NFL's Director of Events. You can find out more about the Super Bowl experience at the Los Angeles Convention Center online at SuperBowl.com. As always, we have links to all the places we talked about on today's episode and lots more on our website, visitcalifornia.com podcast. This is California Now. The National Football League's title game is just around the corner, which means soon there will be millions of people gathering around their TV sets for the gridiron action, the commercials, the halftime show, and some epic snacking. If you're going to lay out a spread for the big game, you might as well do it right. And my next guest is here to help. Meg Vanderkrike is the food blogger behind This Mess is Ours and one of the creators of California Grown's free recipe ebook, Golden State Game Day Eats. Welcome to California Now, Meg. Hi, Sapirius. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. Well, you know, we're going to get to the football stuff in a minute, but let's start with you. I mean, you're a food writer and a recipe developer, but what's the idea behind This Mess is Ours? 
I have been in the blogging space for uh, almost a decade. Um, in the food industry, I've worn a lot of different hats. I've been in the actual food industry um, most of my life. My parents have a bakery. And so when I started blogging um, and I really realized that, you know, this is the best way for me to share my passion um, for food. And um, I realized quickly that, you know, the way to connect to other people is just to be who we are. And I figured that if you're a parent or um, just a person in general, these days, life can get pretty messy. Mm -hmm. um, um, I want people to know at the end of the day, like this mess, this life that we're in, um, the food that we eat, like all this mess is ours. And so we're all in this together. Um, and so, yeah, I think that, that does that answer your question? <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I, I hear that you also have a lot of kind of um, in your household, a lot of kind of culinary challenges as far as what people, you know, like to eat or can eat. I mean, can you yes. talk a little bit about that? Yes. Um, so I grew up in the South, so I like butter. I like biscuits. I like all those things that are very naughty. Um, my husband <laughs> was raised in Southern California. Um, he is a vegetarian. So once he and I married, um, I kind of like conquered the world of vegetarian eating. Um, and then uh, our son was born and he was actually born really ill. He was not well. Um, we had to completely change the way we ate again to drop gluten. And this was at a time, I mean, he's almost 11 now. So this was at a time where it wasn't like heavily talked about. And so right. that's why I started the blog in the first place. It was like, you know, my way of kind of um, building a community for ourselves. And it also, you know, people come together over food. Like if you think about um, things like the big game or holidays where people have all this intention around the recipes that they cook and the meals that they create, um, food is just kind of like this magical thing that we all get to do multiple times a day. And we tend to sequester it to this uh, chore, kind of like laundry, but really it's feeding one another is a beautiful thing. Um, so, you know, let's talk about the big football game coming up and the recipe ebook that you worked on uh, called Golden State Game Day Eats. California produce is kind of the centerpiece of each of these dishes, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, California grows over 400 commodities and provides the United States with a lot of our fresh um, fruits and vegetables. And I don't think people even realize you know, the, when they go to their grocery store, like I'll go to the grocery store here in Atlanta and I'm buying grapes from California, you know, mm -hmm. and I just think it's so cool. Um, so yeah, this ebook definitely focuses on what's fresh and now and in season in California. Um, but all of these ingredients that we use to create these recipes are readily accessible right now in grocery stores across the country. All right. So let's, let's, let's go through some of the recipes. Um, okay. Let's start. We're going to start backwards. Let's start with dessert first. Ooh. Yeah. So, so tell me about the toasted marshmallow and almond butter swirl roasted sweet potato brownies. Okay. Holy cow. I <laughs> created that recipe. And let me tell you, like we fought. There are four people in my house and it was literally a standoff. It was like, mm. you cannot take that last square. That's my square. <laughs> Um, I really love desserts with it with a healthier twist, right? I mean, I love to be indulgent. Sweets are I have a sweet tooth like the size of Texas. So <laughs> I my parents are pastry chefs. I grew up um around a bakery. So I tend to just look at dessert as not like something I need to limit, but something I need to find ways to make a little better and a little healthier for myself. So I love these brownies because they have roasted sweet potatoes 
in the batter. Like you will never know. Right. I was going to ask. I mean, you don't really think of putting sweet potatoes in brownies, but. No, my kids actually not. They love like potatoes and they like sweet potatoes certain ways. But if I'm just like, we're having sweet potatoes for dinner. They're like, what (laughs) are you doing? What do they taste like? Straight up fudge in your face. And then it's got like two different ripples going through it. So it has that almond butter ripple that's really toasty and delicious. I mean, I you could do it with peanut butter too if you didn't have almond butter on hand, but since California produces 100% of the United States almonds, <laughs> I was like, I have to use almond butter here to showcase uh, produce from California. Um, right. But so you've got that like really great, I love the, you know, any kind of nut butter with chocolate is, is like a home run. And mm. if you've never just taken a roasted sweet potato and drizzled it with some almond butter and a little salt, you're really missing out. So all of these flavors together are just kind of magical. And when you throw in the marshmallow ripple, it toasts up in the oven and gets all puffy. And like Mm. the top of the brownies kind of crackly and you see all the swirls, but it's like a, it's like a s'more in the best way, like the fudgiest, most decadent s'more you have ever shoved in your face. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. Are you drooling yet? Because <laughs> I, I am. am. I'm going to make I'm another to pan. <laughs> crave it. Exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's another recipe in the ebook that you like? Okay. Since we just talked about like super decadent desserts, we should probably <laughs> talk about something a little healthier. Um, there is a sandwich that I personally created um, and photographed in the ebook. Uh, called the Ultimate California Club Sandwich. Have you seen this thing? Did you see no. this? No. Oh my God. I mean, this one sandwich could feed like 10 people. It's an wow. epic sub sandwich. And it starts out, it's got like the baguette. And this particular baguette is an everything bagel seasoned baguette. Mm. Uh, yeah. I That's mean, my it's favorite. Just, yeah. mm. <laughs> That's my favorite. I was like, heck yes. Um, and then there is another great blogger. Her name is Terry. She has a blog called no crumbs left. She developed a healthier homemade mayo and she actually uses a super secret ingredient, which I love. Um, it's called prunes and we can have another Hmm. conversation about prunes if you want, but (laughs) they are like highly, they are underrated. They have this natural sweetness to them. Like if you like dates or raisins Mm -hmm, or any other mm -hmm. dried fruit, uh, prunes are right there. And in other parts of the world, in all other parts of the world, prunes are considered delicacies. Um, so that is on the sandwich. There's a pesto on it that is made with pistachios and basil, which, oh my God, a match mm. made in heaven. If you've mm. never had pistachios and basil, you should try it. Um, <laughs> multiple types of cheese. There is a beautiful roasted turkey on there. And then let's talk about the veggies because it is everything from thinly sliced onions and tomatoes to multiple different types of leafy greens um, to get like some sharp flavors. I put in mine, I put like mustard greens and katsoi and romaine lettuce and all sorts of different leafy greens. So every little bite, like even arugula in there, there's like Mm. sometimes a little pop of heat or, you know, a little sweet crunch from a spinach leaf. Um, and then we put, oh gosh, there's roasted red peppers. There's spicy pickled jalapenos. Like I can't, I, I'm so hungry. Oh my God. I'm getting <laughs> I'm hungry so again. Hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's kind of amazing that, you know, this, this recipe ebook is, is free online, right? I know. And you know what? California Grown's really great. Like they're always creating, um, free content to, to showcase all of the amazing food that grows in California. 
And this ebook is just one example of that. And it's free and people just have to go download it um, and they can enjoy it. It's not just like the recipes aren't just for game day. Like they're for every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, any day that you want to celebrate, you can make these these recipes. And we'll talk more about how to get that ebook in a second. Um, there are also a couple of cocktails in the ebook. Uh, what can you tell me about the SoCal Sangria? Okay, so I love entertaining, um, but I don't really love like being the stressed out hostess. I I think you know. It, it, it just doesn't make for a good party. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. You know, that. like, if you're the one that's, like, getting the joy and finding the love and planning all these events, you should pack in there some buffers for yourself. And so the SoCal Citrus Sangria is super simple, minimal ingredients. It, it has citrus in there, obviously. It has some orange and some lime. It has some honey. Um, and California's Infidel. So... Um, a great popular wine that a lot of people like. So, you know, the flavor notes are all going to be complimentary for most of your guests. You can make it the day before and then just put a picture out. So like a DIY sangria station for your guests. So you don't even have to make their cocktail. You can say, hello, how are you? Welcome. Or you can tell your husband, go pour me another sangria from the fridge, you know, go make yourself a drink. Right, 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 right. It's like one less thing you have to worry about as a host that yeah, you can just, it's, it's like, like set it and forget it. Set it and forget <laughs> it is it. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's so great. So beyond the recipes, let's mm-hmm. talk about some tips and tricks for a okay. successful gathering. Like what's a strategy that really works well for you? You're really going to have a successful gathering if you create some fun little stations for everybody. So Um, You know, there's nothing worse than going somewhere um, and feeling like you weren't thought of at all. And I think for most hosts, they want everyone to feel special when they come in the door, right? But how do you do that and not wear yourself out in the process? So for an event like this, um, when um, last time we had a Super Bowl party or something similar, I remember creating stations. And this was like the most fun I think people had. I created little stations throughout the house. And so depending on your weather, you could have yard games set up outside. You could have a fire pit with like maybe some s'mores ingredients set up out there so people could kind of like help themselves. But you could actually set out a couple different bottles of your favorite wines from California, maybe a Zinfandel, a Chardonnay, a sparkling wine, put out some different glasses and let people have a station in your house. Maybe it's in your dining room or your kitchen away from the noise of the TV where they can try all those different flavors and have like a fun wine pairing station um, in the middle of the Super Bowl. So people that are more into the food can gather together um, and still celebrate, you know? Yeah. And I like the idea that you suggest if you have the space to have an area maybe away from the game where people can maybe talk, you know, and not disturb people watching the game or not have to, you know, scream over the game. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, when you start thinking about all the people at your party and putting them in, in, you know, putting yourself in their shoes. You know, I know, I know Kate and I know what Kate likes and I've hung out with Kate and what would Kate do when she comes over? Like, that's how I like to think about it. You know, especially now that like in uh, gatherings are more intimate um, in setting. I really like to try to think of everyone. Um, so everybody knows that as the host, they matter to me. Right, right. So, of course, the teams on the field are going to be competing like crazy to win the game. Right. What does victory look like for a host or hostess? 
I think that smiling faces at the end of the night and empty platters, right? So like I always, always, always keep a stash of to-go containers that I don't mm. mind like getting rid of. Like I have this great, I found these great little like bamboo bowls once and they just cover really nicely. And so at the end of the night, I don't want a bunch of food to put away for myself. So right. I always like if I'm having like a game day super board or something, I always make sure people take something home for themselves for the next day or later that night. Um, Cause if, for me as the hostess, I want empty plates, big full bellies, smiles, laughter. Um, and you know, no matter what team won, I want everyone to have a good time. Well, you know, Meg, this has really been great. Thank you so much for joining us on California Now. Thank you for having me. This has been wonderful. Have a great game day. Thank you. You too. Thanks. In addition to her work on California Grown's recipe ebook, Meg Vanderkrike is a food maven and blogger at thismessishours.com. As always, we'll have links to all the places we talked about on today's episode and lots more on our website, visitcalifornia.com slash podcast. This is California Now. If my conversation with Meg just now left you craving more tips and recipes for tasty California treats, I've got just the thing. It's called Golden State Game Day Eats, and it's full of delicious ideas to bring some California sunshine to your menu no matter where you're watching from. You can get the recipe ebook for free by signing up for Visit California e-newsletters. That way you can stay in the loop on all the great experiences California has to offer and get Golden State Game Day Eats directly in your inbox. Sign up for the newsletter and get the free ebook now by heading to visitcalifornia.com slash newsletter. Again, that's visitcalifornia.com slash newsletter. And happy snacking! The biggest NFL game of the year is taking place at SoFi Stadium, which opened in 2020 at the site of the old Hollywood Park racetrack. It's a massive place, home to not one but two NFL teams, as well as its own smaller music and theater venue. Here to tell us more about what you can see and do at SoFi Stadium is Managing Director Jason Gannon. Welcome to California Now, Jason. Hey, thanks for having me. So let's start with some SoFi Stadium basics. Um, the, the place is relatively new and, of course, you know, is about to be on display in a very big way on February 13th. So what makes it so special? Yeah, you know, we opened the building during the pandemic uh, in a fanless environment uh, with uh, two NFL teams. So, uh, you know, we've had about a little over a year and a half with the building open itself and, you know, certainly actually about six months with fans. I think, you know, one of the things that's, that's unique about this building, the location at Hollywood Park, over 300 acres, it's an incredibly large project as a whole in terms of the footprint of the project. Um, but that allowed us to do some special things inside the building and around the building. The building itself is over 3.1 million square feet. It's the largest venue in the NFL. Hmm. And as you can imagine, whenever you have a, a large venue, it uh, can generally translate into some special things inside the building itself. I mean, you're talking some like massive numbers here, like so many acres and so many square feet. You know, how many people can can the stadium hold? You know, we have a little over 71,000 fixed seats, uh, but certainly for special events and depending on the seating configuration, we can get up to about 100,000 whenever you include temporary seating and standing room only. So super huge. Um, are, are there, you know, I mean, for folks who aren't in Los Angeles, you know, who aren't Los Angeles residents, where exactly is the stadium located? SoFi Stadium is located in Inglewood, which um, for those traveling from out of town, I think, you know, one of the unique and 
really uh, positive uh, uh, pieces about SoFi Stadium is really its proximity to LAX Airport. It's about uh, two, three miles uh, just immediately east of the airport itself. And so those that are traveling from uh, domestically or internationally into Los Angeles, um, it's really right at the uh, the front door of, of, of Los Angeles. Right. And and in Inglewood, it's actually, you know, really part of Hollywood Park. So tell us a little bit about the history of Hollywood Park. You know, Hollywood Park, uh, formerly the site of the Hollywood Park racetrack, uh, so again, 300 acres. And, you know, those that are familiar with Los Angeles over the years, you know, the, the site itself is sits immediately adjacent to the Forum. So think about, um, you know, the Kings and the Lakers throughout the 80s and, and 90s. Uh, and then the racetrack. I mean, this is a, a location itself, Hollywood Park, that between those two venues could hold up to, you know, about 100,000 people coming through on a daily basis, depending on the event. So um, kind of historically, this is this is a spot that that those that live in Los Angeles are, are very familiar with in terms of live entertainment. Mm. And, you know, two NFL teams share the stadium, right? So how does that work? You know, the building itself from day one um, was built with two teams in mind. Uh, that was um, you know, something that the NFL had in mind whenever they were looking to, to get back to Los Angeles. And uh, so really from a design perspective, it was it was built two locker rooms, two owners, um, suites, two, you know, uh, coaching facilities. It was um, really designed with that in mind. There are other venues out there that, you know, that have multiple teams in it, whether it be different sports or the same sports. And so um, obviously, being able to, to design with that in mind early on has helped the operations of the building. And I think one of the other unique things about this building is, you know, all the signage is is digital signage. So go from a Rams game to a Charger game to, you know, a concert all within the flip of a switch. So, you know, in addition to kind of like having this brand new, beautiful stadium, um, the food program uh, at the stadium is also pretty interesting, too. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, our, our food program is we, you think about Los Angeles and delivering on a you know, really a high quality uh, food and beverage experience and embracing, you know, the Los Angeles food scene, which is incredibly rich. You know, what we did, uh, we partnered with local restaurateurs, John and Vinny, on our, our LA Eats program and really embracing areas of the community that that are popular within the food scene. So we have certain uh, influences, whether it be, you know, the Sawtell area, Fairfax district, that, that really influenced our, our food and beverage program. So, so as as a, a person visiting the stadium, you can kind of experience the the like super local cuisine uh, from like f- a couple different areas uh, around the stadium. That's right, and and not only uh, Sawtell and Fairfax, but also Oliveira Street, San Vicente. Um, really, just embracing those various pockets and areas throughout Los Angeles, and and having them manifest in our food and beverage program here in in, in SoFi Stadium. So what are some examples of, uh, you know, dishes I can order off of those menus? Well, you know, whether it be uh, some incredible uh, street tacos that uh, embracing that throughout the venue, fresh fish, seafood, uh, sushi, uh, embracing Japanese cuisine, Mexican cuisine, American cuisine, and and really areas um, and, and types of food and beverage that are unique to Los Angeles. Absolutely. And I understand that, you know, visitors can tour the facility and I'd, I'd love to spend a little bit of time discussing that experience. How does the, how do the tours work? Yeah. You know, I think, you know, we have, uh, you know, on non, non-event days, non-game days, we have a, a tour program um, that really is, it's a guided tour. It allows folks to, to come in from whether you're locally or coming in uh, from out of town uh, to spend a day at SoFi Stadium learning about 
you know, the stadium itself, the design, the construction process, the technology. Um, you know, I think regardless of whether or not you're a sports fan, I think these types of buildings, the sophistication of the building, the complexity of, of, of just what goes into putting it together is, is really fun. And for the sports fans, um, there's a lot to do in and around the tour program itself in terms of um, going into the locker rooms, getting down on the field, being able to throw a ball and uh, kick a ball and all, all sorts of fun hmm. things that, uh, that are related to the sports teams. That's really cool. Where, where does the tour start? Uh, you know, we start actually on level six. So we start uh, grade. And then uh, one of the things that because um, we're located underneath the LAX flight path, that's how close we are uh, to LAX. We actually had to dig down 100 feet in the ground. Uh, <laughs> level six is ground level. Yeah, that's crazy. And so what is that? What What is that area? That is. Uh, so what do people see there when they first walk in? Yeah, you know, it's actually a, an incredible entrance. One of the you know, we have our kind of just adjacent to where the tour starts at Lake Park. Hollywood Park, we have over 25 acres of park space. So, um, you know, it really starts at really kind of a grand entrance from going from Lake Park into, you know, into the entry into American Airlines Plaza. And so it's, it's really an opportunity to kind of get almost a, a bird's eye view of the field of play whenever you walk in, kind of looking down from level six. Uh, and then, we're you know, have the guided tour and you really kind of go throughout the building. Um, learning about what went into the building and the technology, the infrastructure. Right. So for people who want to take the tour, um, how far in advance should they book? I mean, can they just show up the day of or do they really have to plan ahead? Um, I try to do that a couple of weeks in advance. I generally book up, um, you know, several weeks in advance, certainly. Uh, you know, we already um, touched on Hollywood Park briefly, but I'd like to kind of drill down a little bit on the area. How would you describe it? you know, the area around SoFi Stadium to somebody visiting from out of town who really, you know, isn't that familiar with L.A.? You know, the city of Inglewood, a very proud community. I mean, they, our partnership with them um, has been extremely positive. Whenever we looked at the land use for Hollywood Park under the, the existing title program, you know, we spent a good deal of time sitting down with the community trying to understand what it is that they were interested in. So whenever we looked at the new Hollywood Park, um, the park space was really important for us. So we have a an incredible lake park that uh, that is really the focal point of you know our 25 acres over 25 acres of park systems at Hollywood Park and really just have Hollywood Park as an asset for the community for people to come and experience um, not only on game day but also throughout the week and throughout the year. So you know once the uh, the big day is over beyond the Super Bowl, what are some of the upcoming events at SoFi Stadium and YouTube Theater um, that you're excited for coming up in the next you know several months? Yeah, you know, we have uh, some some really cool events coming up. We have Coldplay that will be here coming up that we, we announced. We'll have Bad Bunny actually just announced here recently. Uh, so we're, we're certainly excited to, to have him come to the stadium. Kenny Chesney, we have a, a really exciting lineup, and we have more that uh, we'll be uh, releasing here shortly in the near future. Well, Jason, this has been really great. Thank you so much for joining us on California Now. Great. Thanks for having me. Jason Gannon is Managing Director at SoFi Stadium, online at SOFIStadium.com. As always, we'll have links to all the places we talked about on today's episode and lots more on our website, visitcalifornia.com slash podcast. This is California Now. Thank you for listening to California Now. We hope you enjoyed this episode and get a chance to hit the road soon. This podcast is produced by Visit California. I'm your host, Satirius Johnson. You can find our show on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, and please check our website. It's visitcalifornia.com.